Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, and I'm being optimistic here, then I've got this edited by Pride Month. Which is very appropriate because I, we watched. Wait, Fast which X. month is that, Chris? I think it's June, isn't it? I don't know. I just know it's one of the months. <laughs> Let me Google. Is the laugh of this is like next February? Pride month. <laughs> Hang on. Lesbian gay. Yep, it's June. Okay. Uh, does it start on June first, or does it start in like some date in the middle, no, it, like some it's, weird it's, moment? It starts. It starts, yeah, it starts on Juneteenth. <laughs> Okay, Google Autocomplete says, is Pride Month in June and October? They get two? Oh, no. no oh, wait, Pride Month is June. October is LGBT History Month. It's different. How? I don't know. You know what? It's fine. Never yeah, mind. Uh, keeping all that. Family. And <laughs> so we, <laughs> so we, <laughs> we watched Fast X, the 10th, well, actually 11th, I guess, right? Because Austin Shaw. Yeah. Fast X. God, there's been a lot. Yeah, exactly. Chris, have you seen Hobbs and Shaw no, yet? No, I have not seen that. Oh, you must have missed out on uh, at least half a scene's worth of lore here then. You know what? I, you, got, you gotta see somehow, them all to understand this yeah, one. Exactly. Somehow, I think I'm going to be able to fill in the blanks for this one. Uh, yeah, we'll see what Shenron has to say about yeah, that. We'll see if I follow what Shenron says. So, Parker, before we get into it, do we have any news? Uh, it's been, I mean, other than the strike, it's been a slow uh, news week. But uh, something caught my eye today. Now, the names aren't important, but what is important is that they announced who's going to be writing the new Fast and Furious, which paused me in my tracks because we've seen this movie. We've seen how it ended, how it is very clearly like a, oh man, catch us next time for part two. There's not even a fucking script for this? Like, <laughs> what is this? What the fuck is going on? We are going to. Figure this one out. Because, like, uh, Justin Lin, who got, you know, fucking railroaded out of there five days into the shoot, has one of the screenplay credits. He ain't fucking coming back, so they even have a plan, and they're like, uh, this person's back from the dead. These people might be dead. Dom's in danger. See you next week. And they're just in a fucking... Well, they're not even at board because there's a fucking writer strike going on. Like, what is happening? I have a How few ideas. Happen? Oh my goodness. Thank you, Yoda. Here's my keys. Hey, uh, <laughs> on that note, I too have some news. Uh-oh. Uh, so, you know, uh, friend, friend of the program after today, James Momoa, is set to star in the live-action Minecraft movie, right? What? <laughs> what do I do with that? I... All right, well, uh, uh, yeah, keep that in the back of your head, because uh, apparently Matt Berry is also in talks to be in the live-action I don't think Minecraft I can keep movie. that in any part of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me and do it. I'm in. I, I know. I'm absolutely going to go see Jason Moa as Minecraft Steve. That's just something that's going to happen in my life now. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just happy you're done with school because if it was still me and Chris doing episodes just one-on-one, we'd be staring at each other like, so we have to see that Transformers, right? But I know you won't. So like, I'm free, dude. The I'm fucking going, I'm gonna spend my weekend seeing it. The Transformers I mean, movie has a the, the trailer had an eagle talk. It was a robot eagle. Chris, if uh, if that gets an IMAX relief, uh, release, uh, you, you have my information. It only takes two. God, you were supposed to be on my side on this one. You didn't know there was a. Yeah, we'll see. His name is Optimus Primal. <laughs> you know, honestly, there's like 75 percent chance it's going to be the best Transformers movie. Well, I mean, Low we don't have to worry about that for at least another week, since uh, we have our newest Gerard Butler vehicle coming out this Friday. Uh, oh, trust me. Your boy's ready. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's yeah. time for Kandahar, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his surname or the country he invades? 
We'll find out. <laughs> Joe Canto. <laughs> 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 well, let's get into it. That's our... weird. Uh, Parker could make it this week. He just sent me a note that said, Joe Kanda hardly wait. Weird. I wonder what that means. I guess we're going on our own. We kicked Parker off the show. <laughs> Joe Kanda. <laughs> oh, right. This is from the director of Angel Has Fallen. Oh, oh. oh. So you know it's good. Okay. Perfect. All right. This um, is in theaters? <laughs> Let's get into our jerks of the week. Oh fuck. I can't believe you've done this. I'm gonna steal Parker's here, I'm gonna swipe it from him. My jerks of the week are all the fakers in New York City saying that uh, Harry and Megan went through a, a high-speed car chase. I don't believe that for a fucking second. <laughs> My jerk of the week is King Charles for hiring the <laughs> shittiest goons ever. <laughs> Uh, my jerk of the week is my downstairs neighbor who threw water on a fucking grease fire right after the storm stopped. Sick. Appreciate it. What the fuck was she thinking? I could barely Mom, cook mac they... and cheese and even I don't know to fucking do that. And I could fucking make them. Pop-tarts. They make them special in Texas. Next time Parker comes here for a movie, he's going to be uh, really relieved at uh, how, uh, how quiet and peaceful all the theater denizens around Chris are. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you guys have a place to put my coat and cowboy hat? <laughs> what do you mean I can't kick my spurs up? up <laughs> Where do I check my 10-gallon <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get into what we watched recently, which uh, will be mercifully short. I've only got one. I uh, I got Braveheart on Blu-ray for... Uh, I got Braveheart on Blu-ray for a discount, and uh, I was nice. really happy about that. And rewatched it, because it's part of my heritage. And I... Uh, I don't need to repeat myself. I already said everything I need to say about Braveheart. Uh, but uh, my, my heritage is not just Scottish. It's also uh, pirates. Mel Gibson. No, well, I wish. But uh, next week, to continue my heritage, uh, Pirates Stew, Spaghetti's Revenge. Alex, you watch anything? Uh, no, I had to drive to rural North Carolina for a wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was a little bit preoccupied. Man, I forgot that there are places that'll give you weird looks for being in an interracial interracial relationship. <laughs> I did. Thank God for the South. You her caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like one of those funny translators. Is she like a princess or something? <laughs> this, but unironically, uh, I did. Uh, I did rewatch Shrek too, and uh, man, we should try Donkey and the Egg for war crimes. Oh. It's the most annoying fucking character in any piece of media I've ever seen in my life. Even as a kid, I was out I after two. I've never seen anything after. Please don't I, assign them yeah. to me. Yeah. I we, think I've seen all of them except for the first Puss in Boots somehow. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're not missing much. Again, the only good thing about the first Puss in Boots is that cat is like the guy in the back of the class who goes, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good that's, that's a good point. Anyway. Uh, all right, Parker, you watch anything? No, but Kandahar is two hours? What the <laughs> fuck? You how? live... It's no, a I long just, movie run. How? We need, we need the backstory. We need to understand why Gerard Butler's in Afghanistan. I have a... Oh, Gerard <laughs> Butler is Tom Harris. And why fuck he was you. named after him. <laughs> oh, never mind. That, Joe Kandahar is his... That's a secret agent name. <laughs> All right. I, uh... I, for any uh, any you know out of work writers and producers that are listening right now, I uh, I have a free pitch for you to get you back on your feet. Uh, all right, so Gerard Butler joins the French Foreign Legion, yes. and uh, <laughs> they go to who cares where, and he calls them all a bunch of pussies. And uh, well, I mean the rest is kind of on you, but. Joe Kandahar is now like Ernest. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking doing slapstick on a Blackhawk in Somalia. (laughs) Doing the fucking Bugs Bunny like uh, sombrero slap. He holds out a trash can lid from the side, deflects an RPG into like a fucking wedding, goes, did I do that? Mr. Kandahar, your next mission is in... Hawaii? What? <laughs> Joe Kandahar with like his long lost daughter saying, baby, you have to trust me on this one. There's only one way we can escape. He gets like a, a, pa- a, a jar of like black paint, a brush, and goes right up to the side of a mountain. 
Man, I I hate that Joe Kandahar is going to be a recurring bit on this show. Oh, Joe Kandahar is going to visit Hawaii many times in this conversation. <laughs> Boys, when we're all done with this, we're all going to get laid. And I'm just going to scream in the theater and kick my Oh, man. All right, well, if... Uh... Joe Kandahar is like not even as dumb as Dante Reyes. <laughs> like, let's just get to it. Let's yeah, talk let's about just the opening it, of the movie, which yeah. is just the end of Fast Five with... The worst CGI of like, I was also here for these events. <laughs> you must have missed me. You know what? I'm fine with it. You know, it just I, made me think me like, man, a familiar place where I'm happy and Paul Walker isn't dead. Like, I'm good with that. It really but does. It's the problem like, where you're watching this, you're like, man, I really wish I was watching Fast Five right now. That's true. But Parker brings up a good point. It's just like, yeah, he was also there. I kept. It did sort of feel like he was like photoshopped in there. I kept thinking that they were gonna have the guy doing the robot from Chappelle show somewhere in like the <laughs> 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 They drive away with the fucking save and the Joe Kandahar bubbles at the same frame because Oh man, we missed it. <laughs> Joe Kandahar just came back from some yellow cake. <laughs> I uh, can't eat that in North Carolina. Anyway. Uh, Cradle of fucking civilization. Red rocks. <laughs> All right, so yeah, they basically they, they show the ending of Fast Five. That leads into uh, that shot of fucking Dante Reyes, played by uh, Jason Mimosa, in the water, so that he becomes uh, the devil, which is what they call him in the movie. I think a better way to describe him is... Uh, the Joker meets Big Gay Al. I thought people uh, were kidding. So, <laughs> Man. Yeah. I, I actually uh I, I actually think I have this this description nailed perfectly. Chris, looking square in your eyes, you know that part where the intro to Holy Diver ends and the fucking guitar comes in? Oh yes. That's him opening his eyes in that yeah. scene. <laughs> I'm very upset that you would not include me in this. Yeah, sorry. Well, Parker's not well, really look, a we fan, can only have so. one dad rock correspondent. Exactly. You know what you want me to say? There's You're overlap. a Transformers guy, and Chris listens Hang to Hang on, I <laughs> I have had a trying weekend. Do not call me the Transformers guy. <laughs> it's okay, Parker. You like Star Wars, I like metal. It's whatever. Okay, so... It's not fair. <laughs> I have oh plenty of things to make fun of me for. Please don't saddle me with this burden. Alright, so the Toretto... There's no other word to describe him. Besides family, I, I like to call them the gang. They're at uh, the world's worst secret headquarters where they're having another public barbecue that, like, everyone's aware of. And uh, Dominic Toretto's uh, Abuelita comes in, which is played by Rita Moreno, <laughs> fresh off the success of the West Side Story remake and 80 for Brady and In the Heights. So, good thing she's here. Uh with next three episodes yeah. <laughs> when they call her yes we're ready for moreno may were you <laughs> when they uh <laughs> when uh someone says hey quiet abuelita wants the tacos just like they got hillary clinton for a cameo too i i have so many <laughs> that's questions. my only note <laughs> dominic i may not be in no way tired <laughs> Shows up and pulls a fucking corona out of her big purse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, movie's over. Yeah, yeah we made it. All right, so I, I don't. I guess we don't necessarily need to go scene by scene, but it might be somewhat instructive to like. Let's go stuff. scene by scene. Yeah, There's we, so many. Okay, scenes. So yeah. Absolutely so let's start to. off with uh, Tyrese and uh, Luda, and Han and the new girl. What's her name? Uh, it doesn't Phoenix. Uh, she decides to, uh, they all decide to go to Rome, and they keep doing, like, the thing, Rome, I'm Roman, let's do uh, a fucking on. stupid idea. I, I, need, I need a brief rewind of the barbecue for a second. Actually, Tom, no, you're right. Fuck, yeah, yeah. damn it, I hate this microphone. I, okay, I, I, I have a question for you guys that I'm going to spring upon you out of the blue. Yes. Uh, more appropriate child for Vin Diesel and that Brazilian girl. The one we got, or a little Chinese boy named Chang? <laughs> If the if the little Chinese boy's first name is Charlie, then yeah, I'm all in on that kid. <laughs> I was more distracted by the fact that because of course they name him Brian, so the whole movie everyone just calls the kid Little B. Let yeah, me tell you, yeah. fucking <laughs> dying for two hours. <laughs> As he fucking climbs up on the uh, the cannon car and it, and yeah. it pounds on the thing, just yelling wet like Wanda's <laughs> woo. Please fuck my bitch, base god. 
Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, Paul got Walker, there one felon. Would they would they play? <laughs> got two felons. <laughs> got three felons. By the way, speaking Sorry. of Paul Walker, that little I I actually did like the music. They I think they play like what a little like piano leitmotif of the "See You Again" song where he hugs Rita Moreno. It's like, oh, that's pretty heartfelt. I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, why would she care about Paul Walker? Oh, that was your friend you always talked about off screen. That's fun. You know, family well, is really the most important thing to me. I guess. Uh, I guess that was Rita Moreno, her, uh, her grandson-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're they're all brothers. They're all they're all related. Uh, he was literally married to her granddaughter. Yeah. That, Sorry, I, it's it's so hard to keep all the lore in these eleven movies. Yeah, you know, what? honestly, I, it can at be. one point I did, but uh, after yeah. eight, it's yeah. it's gotten real shaky. <laughs> That's right. Because, look, I know it's all about family and when you join the crew of your family, but a uh, theme we're going to be talking about this whole episode is, like, you don't have to bring everyone back forever, yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> People can take a break. No Was anyone clamoring for, like, oh, really yes, gone. the hacker girl from Furious 7, she should be in all of these forever now. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Is she? I have a question. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, has anybody ever more successfully secured their bag than Jordana Brewster? I mean, good for her, honestly. Yeah. I, Roll up, shoot she's one doing scene. literally nothing else. But also can demand her price to come back and be like, hey, you know, I'm married to Paul Walker, who's not dead. He's for just... Real. It's real, like, he's off, he's off screen. We're laughing. You can't see him, but we're having a good time. <laughs> he's just in the kitchen right now. Yeah. But he's here. I mean, this all ends with CGI and Paul Walker, yeah, right? Yeah, well... Like, it's, it's inevitable, isn't it? Well, see, it? that's the thing is, uh, in the past, I guess they had Paul Walker's brothers uh, come on to be, like, a double for him. And for this one, they actually... No, that was no. him. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, back to back to Rome. Uh, oh, wait, no, I guess before we get to Rome, uh, Charlize Theron is... <laughs> the dead speak! <laughs> <laughs> But she shows up somehow. Cipher returns. <laughs> they open that door and she's standing there, and that's that was the third time I wrote down like we don't need everybody, every movie. Like hey, wait, was hey, the first one you wrote down for Tyrese? <laughs> yes. It's like you know what? I get it. You watched Infinity War, and that's what you think this is. But it isn't. Actually, I think that's an excellent that comparison. Is. I really do I feel mean, like they're trying to make this into like an MCU sort of thing. It's we're too we're past that. Which the is MCU a is like just running on fucking fumes. Mm-hmm. You guys are so lucky. My car fucked up. Or I would have been talking about Quantum Mania for twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you guys got real lucky. <laughs> we got lucky. Yeah. Well. Next time. Yes. Well, uh, she shows up, and <laughs> Toretto is just like. I, I could just kill you now. My first thought was, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I agree. Do it. Do it. You could probably just do that. Michelle Rodriguez desperately wants to do that. And then they're just like, eh, you know. I, I By the way, let's, let's hear, let's her, hear her, out. her out. There's a, if she came here, it must be for a good reason. One of my favorite lines here is uh, they decide, no, we'll let the cops take her away. That'll keep her. And when the the cop who takes her away was that was that Scott Eastwood? I think it was Scott Eastwood who uh, sure what, <laughs> fucking was. Dude. He he says uh, I, I just want to make sure he's the one who says the line. Uh, she lost six pints of blood. Most people die after four. And I kind of threw up my hands and I was just like, well, you know, so much for realism. And I know, I know, it's like the last movie they went to space. What do you expect for realism? Well, I'll tell you this. In an interview with Esquire Middle East, my favorite publication, director Louis Letelier. Revealed more of this movie, including his approach and how it differs from Lin's in F9. What I wanted to do on this one, because it's very much my style, was to ground it in more in reality. I wanted to, no pun intended, land it back on Earth. Uh, yeah, this one is realism. This is, like, arguably more unrealistic than when they went to space. Mr. Kandahar, I want a more grounded approach to my film. <laughs> But you made the transporter. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Don't patronize me. <laughs> like, literally, like, I, I actually was getting a little bothered with the uh, lack of realism. Every single person in this movie is a black belt in nine different disciplines of martial arts, except for Vin Diesel, who's too old to do any of them. 
And like, uh, look, I am en- fine with that. Yeah. I enjoy how over the top these movies are, but when Vin Diesel just one arm lifts a car, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Exactly. And Come I- on, <laughs> man. And, and again, no, I- you're looking at this the wrong way. You have to treat him like bald Steven Seagal, yeah. and that makes all of these scenes good. <laughs> well, I, I would like say it wasn't Seagal good. Lifting it with his palm <laughs> <laughs> while sitting down. <laughs> And, like, again, I know we left realism behind when, like, The Rock, like, smashed off his, uh, fucking, uh, cast and stuff. Everyone... Oh, no, that was real. So, they go to Rome, and... Uh... <laughs> Let me just back you up. Chris, do you know this guy's credits? Uh, what, Because he's made, like, a bunch of the worst movies you've ever heard of, and also the, trans- the Dark Crystal Netflix series. Like, oh, I, every I movie love. he's made is god-awful, but then he made, like, an incredible series, and he's like... All right, so back to back to where my bread is buttered. I did not know fast he did, cars uh, and one people. for them, one yeah. for me. I I'm not gonna lie, I, I fucking love the the Dark Crystal Netflix series, and it's a shame it got canceled, yeah. and now we get this. <laughs> yeah, Transporter one and two, the Edward Norton Hulk movie, Clash of the Titans, now you see me, the Brothers Grimsby, but also like this incredible <laughs> Netflix series. It's, the it's fuck weird. is the Brothers, Brothers Grimsby? Grimsby? Those oh, are the bad that's... guys that Joe Kanahar has to stop. That's the Sasha Baron Cohen movie that nobody saw. King of the Castle. Next King of the Castle. Week's episode. Oh, wow. Rebel Wilson. Third build. Cool. Hey, oh, well, see you there, buddy. Hey, uh, somebody's got two more wishes, I think. So, uh, oh, we're still okay. keeping track of this. Yeah, huh? that's, we still give us unfortunate. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to Rome, uh, where all great things happen. Uh, there's some witty repartee. There's a line that kind of pissed me off. It's like the girl just says, "Oh yeah, I know things now," and I'm like, "All right, fine. You're still here, great. huh? Yeah. She just great. yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but also like they could have made us watch or learn things. There could have been like a Goku and Piccolo going to drive aspect." That could have been uh, like an episode. So of I'll Netflix. just say thankful for that line. Why didn't they, you know what they should do? They should show like backstory in like a Netflix series. They should have filler episodes where. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say like I really hope Chris went to see this at Alamo so I he did. could get all the lore from the pre-show. Oh, I was too late for the pre-show. I woke up thirty minutes before, so I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> So anyway, uh, was it? oh yeah, they well, uh, they want to get a car that has a bunch of computer chips in there, and Tyrese has to drive a solid gold Lamborghini. <laughs> how do we feel about Tyrese at this point? All these movies in, I'm actually is everyone as sick of him as I am. I, I am I am unironically annoyed by him, which is weird because like in the past, like I don't know, a few movies, I was like, hey, he's he's decently funny, you know. I get a couple laughs out of him. Now he's honestly approaching like Donkey and Shrek levels for me. Not racist. Because like, <laughs> he didn't have a single line of this movie that made me laugh. It was always, it always felt like there should be like a sad trombone playing after single, after like every single thing that he says and does. Like, and I, and I know that he's trying really hard, but like maybe it's just the lines aren't any good. You know, it just doesn't. But I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I laughed when he asked for a receipt for the vending machine. But uh, that was the only one. Yeah, I, I laughed when he threw um, the chalk, but it was, I thought I was like, oh, did I no, look yeah, away and miss the joke? I like, no. the, I like the second yeah, that, was, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have our own reasons for laughing. Because yeah. <laughs> we both Confirm. thought of the same person. Doing Obviously. It. What else could I possibly think about? <laughs> All right. So, uh, so uh, yeah, we get yeah, they have to get in there. Oh, it turns out there's a bomb in the truck. And it's what? all because of the devious Dante Reyes. And uh, he's doing this to uh, break apart his family, which they say 56 hey, times in this movie. Do you remember the villain of the guy five movies? No, you don't? It's fine. This is his son, who you didn't see in that movie. And <laughs> now he's going to ruin Dom's life. Yeah, I, uh, I have seen Fast Five, I don't know, half a dozen times in my life. When uh, fucking Benicio Del Toro is in the opening scene, I'm just sitting there like, oh great, we're putting him in these now? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so glad they didn't bring it back. <laughs> Do you think that they, they, apparently they tried to bring back uh, Cardi B, and she was too busy. Cardi B was in one of these? Yeah, she was in the last one. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I watched it, so. The fact anyway. that I haven't revisited 9 is insane, because yeah. I'm me, but I've uh, really only, hit a wall with these movies. <laughs> the only thing I really remember about 9 is that it was much more tolerable than 8. So, oh yeah, that's yeah. A, low that's bar. A, that's the thing is like most of the fast movies, I think uh, it pretty much follows the. Uh, it's like the inverse of the Star Trek movies. It's the odd number ones. Those are the really good ones, unless you're Matt Iglesias. 
Jesus, dude. Yeah, it, that tweet has been deleted, by the way. Yeah, I think he had to. <laughs> it was like the shittiest thing I'd seen all year. Uh, anyway, uh, so they have to stop the the bomb and uh, the evil. And, uh, hey, folks, if you're seeing this movie, you gotta take a piss. This is Good a great news. time to do it. Take a stroll around the lobby, refill your popcorn, get another drink, because it will still be going I, uh, on when you get back. I, I really thought about going back out the lobby to refill my proprietary Mr. Pimp flavored Toretto Twist. Oh my god. Only at AMC Theaters. Oh my god. Uh, I might have no, a rival. Uh, <laughs> every word of that just did something for me. Toretto Twist. <laughs> I've had the Toretto Twist the last three times I went just because ordering makes me feel so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine going up to someone wearing a polo and a name tag and saying, "Can I have the Toretto twist?" <laughs> the yes, fact that it's sir. fucking Cherry Mr. Pimp. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> just hey, call it Cherry Mr. Pimp. Hey, can I have the twist? Say it, please, <laughs> sir. Please, may uh, I have? I, I think I, may I have a starting. souvenir. <laughs> may I have I a souvenir twist? Understand. Your accent. <laughs> oh, we'll get to raspberries in a second, but uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, they have to stop the bomb, and uh, Dante Reyes has like uh, framed them for being responsible for the bomb, and uh, Letty gets arrested. There is a stunt at the end of this, which, by the way, this whole this whole action sequence is kind of visually unimpressive. I, I, which is weird to say because I know a lot of hard work went into this. But the whole time I was watching, I was just like, I feel like this isn't even really that great. Uh, I will say that... The whole thing... I I will say that towards the end, Dominic Toretto, uh, in order to save the Pope, uh, launches off... I don't know if he launches off another car or something like that into a crane that swings around and releases the mousetrap that knocks the bomb into a water. Fucking angle of deflection is this crane into the bomb. And meanwhile, his car miraculously lands in the cuck lane in uh, Lower Italy there. So, uh, uh, he, if you're looking for a frame of reference to this whole Italy sequence, by the way, the opening scene of Triple X3 when Vin Diesel's skateboarding through Brazil, that's this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more or less. I mean, fucking. The whole time I was watching, it was just like, this is supposed to be like. This, this is supposed to be like one of those big temple action movies of uh, the summer. It's really not doing much for me. Anyway, let's cut back yeah, to Home on, home on the Range. Forever. With uh, the Toretto gangsters at home with uh, fucking his son, Lil B. Lil B. Ellen <laughs> <laughs> <Ellen> DeGeneres. Swear. <laughs> Please. Fuck my bitch, base guy. Shout out to the WNBA. Got a lot of fine ass girls I want to fuck in the mouth. <laughs> I miss Space God so much. <laughs> I think about the Kevin Durant curse a lot. I'm gonna be honest. Every time he joins a new team and they lose, I think about they give him just blowing that ball out away. <laughs> the only thing I have ever respected about James Harden is that James Harden apologized to Lil B for stealing the cooking soup taunt uh, solely so Lil B would uncurse him. <laughs> So Lil B and, uh, uh, I don't know, Great Eye are there, and um, they're playing video games, and the agency comes after him. Mr. Nobody, played by Kurt Russell, is not in this movie. Instead, Brie Larson, his daughter, is there, but uh, I guess nepotism doesn't work so well in this the is, agency. This is after they mercifully, like, basically decapitate Scott Eastwood, like, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It's like, thank Fucking Christ. I mean, he'll be back to the go through that. Yeah. He already has a dozen too many characters. It's like, there's four more. You're going to follow them the rest of the movie. Like, fucking great. Like, I don't have a problem with Brie Larson, but when she showed up, I threw my hands up like, no, too many. (laughs) Send it back, waiter. I don't want this. I do not want this. Give me more Han. Please. Yeah. So, also, our good, close, I hesitate to use the word friend, uh, Uncle Muscle shows up. It's uh, John Cena. He's here as the fun uncle. Actually, I'm going to say this. I kind of like John Cena in this movie because he looks like one of two people having fun. He's the best part. I, I, he's the best part of this yeah. movie. It's not he's not even close. the best part of this movie. Well, that's th- I've never walked out of another movie and been like, I wish that had more Cena. But this one, 1,000%. Yeah. John Cena, who after last movie has decided like, 
All right, well, my brother and I are cool now. Now I will just be John Cena in this yeah. movie. Don't yeah. worry about it. And again, like the whole time, the look on his face is, I'm having a lot of fun with this. He he likes working with Lil B, and uh, he likes dressing up in <laughs> stupid, like that fucking uh, I Have Gas shirt. You know how happy I he was to wear that? shirt is so good. <laughs> the little gas pump has a smile on it. You guys saw him watching Minions on the plane too, right? Obviously, yeah. of course. Because Lil B was not watching Minions. Yeah, that's the thing is, maybe he was just like looking over and being like, oh, I've seen this one before. No, he had his own thing on there. Oh, he had his I own didn't thing? see what it was, no. but it was not Minions. Fucking blew it or something. <laughs> John Cena was watching Minions just for John Cena, which yeah. is a great touch. You know, that was his like personal request. He told the director, hey, I'm going to improvise here. He's <laughs> just beep, 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 and put on Minions. <laughs> All right, so the movie ends. Yeah, no. Uh, what is he? Yeah, he has to save the kid, and he takes him away in the shipmobile uh, with an apparatus on board. And uh, This is around the problem where we reach the movie's biggest issue, is that it splits everyone up, which can be fine, but mm-hmm. uh, Vin Diesel's is the most boring, and he's just by himself. Mm-hmm. And he's the focal point of this movie, and every time it cuts to him... I just slump in my seat like, fuck, okay, can we get back to, like, one of the fun people doing something interesting? Exactly. See, here's the thing about splitting people up is that was the stated goal of Dante Reyes. I feel like you either have to go all the way and do that or just don't do it at all. Like, you sh- like split up Ludacris and Tyrese. Uh, better yet, kill Tyrese. No, no, and- no, do not double the amount of time that they're on screen. Absolutely not. Well, see, that's the thing is, like, I, I keep thinking about, like... If you want to fill out three movies, which I guess Vin Diesel wants to do, then that would be the way to do it. But, oh, God, then you'd have to bring back even more people. I never mind, take it back. Well, so the thing is, like, the every time that Tyrese and Ludacris are on screen in this movie, it reminds me when fucking Jon Favreau comes out in a Marvel movie. It's like, God, why is this character still in these? Who likes this guy? But obviously, somebody somewhere does, so I, I just sort of grin and bear it. I can't wait to see all of Spider-Man's famous villains what the fuck? Again? Get out. Go away. Dude, I don't like... And Gwyneth Paltrow? A... Fuck yourself. I want to see <laughs> Dr. Octopus. Yeah. You fuck. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so... It's uh, rough out there. It's fucking insane, because... I remember the lead-up to Fast 9, like... The selling point was like, hey guys, Han's coming back. I remember how fucking excited I was. And in this movie, he stuck with Ludacris, Tyrese, and... The hacker girl from two movies ago who is just a part of this group forever now. And it makes me so sad inside. Because just put him in... Put him with Vin Diesel. I don't care. Like, goddamn. He needs someone to talk to. Okay. He's just walking around in a muscle shirt brooding. Yeah, which... I feel like those are CGI muscles. A lot. Yeah. By the way, I guess we could get to the Helen Mirren cameo. We needed to bring her back. Jesus Christ. If I could uh, quote something. Why is Queenie Goldstein in this movie too? <laughs> if I could please quote from Wikipedia here. Helen Mirren drew inspiration for the character from her aunt, also nicknamed Queenie, and from her performance as Queen Elizabeth II in The Queen, 2006. She's on screen for three Corgi. seconds. <laughs> you just, you were an old British lady. Fuck yourself. Don't. Don't pay inspiration me. for your performance in this movie. Yeah. Dominic, me son's out there. <laughs> she has three lines of dialogue. She's rarely in this movie. You don't need inspiration. You you need your marks. That's it. You just walk out to that building. Uh, and this is the point where it turns into like four completely separate movies, and three of them suck ass. Yes, horribly. exactly. That's that's like the. Let's uh, please don't go do with that only like one and a half of them suck ass. Let's talk about the agency, which is just uh, Jack Reacher, who is very tall. Correct. And, Correct. And, and very big. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Brie, he, he love is, all yeah. of his scenes. Yeah. And Brie Larson just talking on what I think is the ship from Toonami. With just a bunch of floating <laughs> screens around them. I need that. They're just watching. Way. They're just watching clips from the old movies, being like, "Hey, you guys remember this?" We're like, "Yeah, I mean, we're here for 10. I didn't jump <laughs> in at nine, motherfucker. Like, I'm in this. That's the setup that I use to watch all the horror movies, so I can watch them all quicker. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we we really need to get Chris to watch Preacher. Yeah, absolutely. Probably, yeah. <laughs> He's so big, dude. Those really, so that big. really is a Toonami ship. I can't get over it. It's yeah, like, it is. It's a good <laughs> They're hanging out on the absolution like, ah, oh, I see. You remember when they were in Brazil? You're like, 
Yes, you've shown us three times. Next up is two twenty. Let's go. (laughs) (sighs) Jesus. And then, like, as I'm thinking, like, this is too many fucking people over it. That's when we get John Cena's introduction, which is him just coming in in tactical gear and shotgunning people. And I'm like, this is a pretty good movie, actually. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um,. Oh, yeah. And then as soon as I'm like, this is pretty good, we cut to fucking Michelle Rodriguez in Magneto's prison. And I'm like, this is too much. I can't deal with this fucking movie anymore. Yeah. The whiplash of the first like 45 minutes of this movie is rough. Because if I'm not mistaken, that scene, which does not need to be discussed because nothing happens, segues like no. smash cuts into the street race into Brazil, right? Oh, yeah, actually, that's which, right. Like, that's the thing. I start- Sorry, is this before or after the C team goes to a fucking computer shop in London? That's before. P- that's before. That's before. Because okay. yeah. I wanted to. We scream. will. We will be talking. We about know that. they're in London because they get off the shipping container full of cologne, yeah. and then we get to go to Brazil, and there's just a bunch of asses being shook at the camera. Yeah. It's like, all right, <laughs> now was... now we're going back to our rooms. Yeah, right. Now this feels like you know the good movies. We're, in the so series. Here's Finally, we're back at Race Wars. Wait, yeah, wait, I got the note. <laughs> Actually, I have a couple things to say. First of all, you're right, Alex. Are really isn't much to say about the fight between Charlize Theron and Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, oh, we're not even at that part yet, buddy. Yeah, I, we're just at the stabbing yeah, part. I, I want to say about that fight, by the way. Apparently they filmed it without a director, and you can tell. Uh, but just when they're in, uh, again, Magneto's prison over there, which again, is a good pool. Uh, my first thought was, uh, you know, the idea. I knew they're going to fight each other because I watched the trailer and it tells you everything about it. I... Uh, See, I like Michelle Rodriguez, and I like Charlize Theron, and the idea of those two is like, you know, oh, we hate each other, but we have to work together. On paper, that should work. And as soon as I saw them lying next to each other in Magneto's prison, I was just like, oh, <laughs> I don't give a Dude, shit. Dude, I, I was just so relieved she didn't have dreads anymore. Also that. that was, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> like, yeah. I, well, I couldn't think about anything else when she was on the screen. It's like, cop, please don't make me fucking take this frost yeah. white lady seriously yeah. ever again so the other thing about it is uh you did say smash cut and you're correct the editing of this movie is atrocious i don't know what is going on here but like so many scenes stop rather than end and uh, you just have to now suddenly like you said we're back in race wars and i'm thinking to myself you know i'm not gonna say no to vin diesel racing a very fast car against apparently these are uh, old characters I forgot about some of these people. I don't recognize them. I, I don't remember Face Tattoo Guy. At face all. Tattoo Guy was, uh, according to this, he was from Fast Five. I don't know if I believe that. I'll, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, but... I fucking sure. And the other one is, so yeah, they're just like, ah, oh, let's just race a Vin Diesel, you know, a Vin Diesel. Yes, of course, I can never say no to competition. So. Uh, they race. This is really where uh, I started to kind of love Jason Momoa with yes, an asterisk. I will get to in a second, but he is doing. It's like we we're making fun of it, like, oh, it's a very gay performance, and yeah, it is. But he's having a lot of fun, and I'm really happy for him because no, even Vin Diesel's not having fun in this movie. He just spends the whole movie sulking. Jason Momoa is just like, I'm going to have fun in this huge action movie, and he's doing all sorts of bits the whole time. But the funniest one of all is <laughs> he he, he's supposed bits. to get the monkey channel because he turns the person next to him and goes. <laughs> 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 Dude, I like you say we were making fun of this character for how gay he is. I would he like is. the record to state I am not in the slightest making fun of that because making this sociopathic villain only be able to show that he's a sociopath by making him the gayest man alive is awesome. I fucking love it, dude. It's so good. When I say making fun, I mean in a lighthearted way, of course. I now understand what the Zoomers mean when they say the phrase serving cunt. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I don't like saying it, but goddamn if he isn't. (laughs) I enjoy the variety of outfits and accessories. And the man <laughs> the has colors. many accessories. <laughs> when he shows up and like starts throwing the money on the hood of the car and then pulls out the fancy purses that are also full of money, I'm like, all right, we got to move. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Uh, so let's see. Uh, yeah, they, they race and they race uh, and they race. And he kills Diogo, which apparently is his name. I, I don't know. And uh, yeah, he kills them off with a bomb he's strapped underneath their car. Uh, just to say, you have Dude, to make a choice. Why do all of his bombs, no matter what size they are, look exactly the same? They're, they're the same. Those are, those are the proximity mines from Goldeneye. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You say the stupid fucking light up Simon toy. They really are. Oh, it's the easiest game of Simon because you just push red the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That's a Josh designed oh, Simon. <laughs> yeah, you button for a discount. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess actually uh, Dante Reyes wins the the race. Cheater. <laughs> Auto rocket loses to Lars. <laughs> I appreciate that he just drives off screen, super psyched about it. <laughs> he just leaves. He doesn't double back. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I won! I did it!" And you just don't see him for like forty. He minutes. does kind of feel like you know, like a Mario Kart player who's like holding on to a blue shell in first place, and he he slows down, lets him go first. Oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> But this is where we get to reveal, like, oh, why did Dom save the pretty woman? And when this movie tells me, like, ah, uh, do you remember Dom's dead baby mama? Well, this is her sister. At this point, I am, like, <laughs> screaming, like, give me, give me Cypher. Give me anyone else. Too many people. I do not care. Ah, uh, my favorite character, Elena, who died. I've been coaching for a family. I, it, this was uh, one of those moments where, like, I knew in the back of my head that Gal Gadot comes back in this movie. Oh, yeah. So when this lady starts talking, I was like, "Wow, they did a really good job on Gal Gadot's makeup." I didn't even know that was her. <laughs> I like the idea that she does like a Scooby Doo mask reveal. Gross <laughs> <laughs> six like, inches. <laughs> I knew the second I saw you, you're like, knew what? Yeah. What? Thank you. Okay. okay. I have to admit, I I was kind of fucked up here. I was just like, is that a character I forgot about? <laughs> Nope. No, this is a character that they added not to be specifically killed. Ooh. <laughs> sure. Hi, do you remember you loved my sister? We've never met. Hello, good to meet you, sir. Yeah, she was cool. You should probably go on that mission now. Goodbye. As I'm just looking at that runtime, mm-hmm. wishing I was anywhere else. Yeah. And then I get my wish when we head to London, and I'm like, ah, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have to go back to. You sure did. No, no. Let's go back to the Brazilian police station. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. As an aside, I really love that Vin Diesel can just like eye up random street goons and they'll be like, "Yes, sir. We understand. We'll beat up the guy that's following yeah. you." Nothing comes before the streets, except family. The streets always win. I like one of his lines is, "You can't buy the streets." Beg to differ. <laughs> I feel like that's like actually completely false. I feel like that's like the first thing you can do. <laughs> Sir, you bought the streets for like four movies. It really this does happen. You know what? Actually, I was kind of reminded of like Braveheart. It's like they follow courage. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think about when that line came out was you remember like back when the people were freaking out because like there were like all those anecdotes about like people in the inner city saying they were going to vote for Trump because he gave them a check for a bunch of money. Yeah, it's like. Well, they clearly thought you could buy the streets. What does this guy yeah. know? <laughs> Alright, so, uh, the, the prison. Which one? <laughs> Wait, well, I want to do the, uh, the Letty and, uh, Cypher. Michelle Rodriguez and Charlie Theron scene. So, uh, they fight each other, and it kind of looks like shit. And, uh, which, by the way, she's able to do this with that. She's able to, like, free herself from that Magneto prism without looking at the touchscreen and somehow redirects the, uh, the gas into, like, the, the scientists who are observing her. Whoever was the engineer who designed that should probably be talked to, because that shouldn't be possible, even with hacking. Well, I, I, and that is about as far as my understanding of hacking goes. So, like, yeah, sure, go ahead. I don't care. I will say that it was kind of funny that they have this stupid fight scene, and it kind of ends, and we don't know how, what kind of terms they end on. And it, then it cuts back to Michelle Rodriguez, like, shimmying up this uh, this tube to see if she can get out of there, opens it up, and she discovers she's in Antarctica. I will say, I actually, everyone in the theater laughed when the biggest font that they could find for Antarctica comes on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that was like the one and only time that I enjoyed the uh, the fonts in this movie. I uh, what Early in this movie, like the thing that I couldn't get out of my brain was like, fuck, am I going to hate the first John Wick movie the way I hate the first Deadpool movie for ruining movies by doing the cheeky subtitles? Because I hate the cheeky subtitles. And we got a lot of that early in this movie, but then we got to that Antarctic part. I'm like, all right, fine. That was actually good. I actually, I'll, I'll, I'll I really now. felt like Michelle Rodriguez. She should have done the thing that that guy from the Alma did, where she, as soon as she opens it up, she's in a tank top and she's in Antarctica. She should have gone, 
Whoa! <laughs> <Just like closed laughs> <it down. laughs> Her opening that hatch is like Bugs Bunny coming out of the wrong hole in the ground. <laughs> she fucking took a wrong turn in Albuquerque and <laughs> had to go back into the submarine. And she just goes back down and the super genius hacker was able to hack a couple of uh, snowsuits for him. <laughs> Still don't like my plan. And Michelle, it really does feel like I'm not talking to you. So, uh, I mean, but like so much this movie good and a complicated prank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the villain tell Dom, like, I'm gonna tell your whole fucking life bar, I'm gonna make you suffer. And it just cuts to these two broads in Antarctica, and you're like, What yeah. is this? I really kept feeling like they were gonna like constantly be hitting each other on the way to the to the secret submarine at the end of the movie. Either that or like do the remember that uh, that sports center commercial with uh with uh, fucking the Manning brothers and they're like kicking each other in the hallway and Archie tells them to knock it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of felt like they'd just be doing that the whole time. Uh, should we get to Pete Davidson now? We have to. Yeah, let's get when to Pete he Davidson. stared dead into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> felt my heart stop. I, shout out to the MVP I... next to me who she was just like, oh my god, him too? <laughs> I, so I, the one and only thing I knew about this movie, because like despite having probably seen trailer a dozen times i was like not sober for 10 of those and like wasn't paying attention to the other two so the only thing that i knew based on hearsay was that a saturday night live alum had a cameo in this movie oh, so when i saw pete davidson i was like oh thank god that could have been so much worse you know so i actually enjoyed this so speaking scene. of speaking of snl alum <laughs> i heard the same thing you know what i was thinking they brought back so many characters they introduced fucking pete davidson and brie larson etc I thought that they were going to bring in fucking Bill Murray, and he's going to be like the end of Space Jam. Perhaps I could be of some assistance. <laughs> See, that would have been good. Da, 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 also, da, da, da. My brain, the entire fucking movie was like, how are they going to spring Jimmy Fallon on? So it was going to be Chevy Seeing Chase. Pete Davidson's big, stupid, beady face, I was like, thank Fucking Christ. Oh my god, can you imagine if they like CGI'd a lookalike for, for John Belushi? <laughs> Destroyed someone's car. <laughs> Sorry. God, I actually can. They... That's actually uh, Paul Walker's brother. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say, we, we get a fucking scene in heaven with John Belushi and Harambe with Paul Walker. So CGI walking around. <laughs> David Bowie's over here with a lampshade on his head. <laughs> Fucking uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Chadwick Boseman doing the Wakanda forever. <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I kind of felt like there was some more. There was like a little bit more religious emphasis in here with that uh, crucifix that they keep passing around. Uh, then they just don't do that. I really did feel like they were going to do, like, a, a clouds parting, and you see, like, Paul Walker's face in front of the sun, like, fucking Mufasa or something. It's going to say he descends from the sky, like, fucking Charlie at the end of the Nightman coming. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker returning as a Valkyrie is absolutely in play. <laughs> just... And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I was actually right next to you on all of your previous adventures. You just didn't see me. <laughs> when you only saw one set of footprints in the Cologne bottle, it was because I carried you. <laughs> I tell you, you know, this, this movie fucking... Let's go... I want to get back real quick to the... Actually, we didn't talk about Pete Davidson. You know what? Pete Davidson, uh, trying his best here. But it, it feels like the, the Ghostbusters remake where they were like, improvise, just keep throwing out one-liners. Please, say something. We need more bits. And he runs out of good ones, and he just has to, like, say stuff. And it's like, one of those would have worked. But, like, when you throw out, like, a whole bunch of them, it's just not quite as good. Look, it's mercifully quick. And uh, is, I yeah. think that where I've arrived in 2023 is that I like Pete Davidson. I, no, I, I agree. And if so, you watch uh, uh, the... What's the fucking the bodies, bodies, bodies? You'll love I, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, don't worry. I yeah. I will. Yeah. I will be forcing her to watch that movie. So here's a here's a problem here. Uh, jerk of the Week, back of Jerk of the Week, is myself for getting my hopes up. When I saw uh, Han look into that uh, muffin, and it gets a little trippy and everything, I was just like, could this lead to an interesting scene where he has to drive a car like this? And, like, like the movie God. looks stylized oh. like that, and then, no. All I wanted was the claymation scene from the Harold and Kumar Christmas movie. Exactly. <laughs> Except with these fucking four idiots wandering around the old 
It would have been so good. <laughs> Man, if they did get in a car and went to Claymation, I would take back everything I said. Exactly. This would be a top one. <laughs> thousand percent oh man missed opportunity hey chris what do they do with it instead they just get into the world's pussiest fight uh, also he gets over it. yeah He's also he gets over in the next scene. yeah also oh you mean the lsd thing. yeah he gets over it like that which uh i've never done drugs but i don't quite think lsd works like that uh yeah you're, buddy you're like eight out eight hours if you're lucky yeah i fucking wish yeah <laughs> He like seriously like within seconds they're already looking for a good friend Shaw. Okay, we don't have enough characters in this movie where everyone is on opposite sides of the fucking planet. Wait, by the way, one of one of uh, Pete Davidson's lines like, "Yeah, eat four of those muffins," and you're you know watching uh, your favorite TV show in your underwear or something like that. I was like, "We eat four of those, you're on another planet." I did I that just... without the muffins, actually. Oh, I thought. Jealous. When 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 they go and he's like, "Don't worry, guys. I know somebody we can meet." I thought it was going to be like the scene in Beer Fest where they have to get the guy drunk so he can find his way back to the underground drinking competition. <laughs> but instead, he's just like, "No, nah, I'm just going to go knock on Jason Statham's door. Yeah. He lives right over here." <laughs> to make it easier for you guys, you can just call me Giselle too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be able to top that. <laughs> Uh, Shaw comes in. Oh, he even smells like cheap cologne. <laughs> Tyrese in a giant vat of cologne. He's just drinking it. <laughs> Drowns not because he can't get out, but because he keeps stopping to smell himself. <laughs> it's going. Well, up they should let us make these movies. You guys want to go be scabs on Fast Eleven? Fuck Fuck it, it, yeah, let me do this. Before get a real job, losers. <laughs> Look up in the skies. It's Joe Kandahar. <laughs> 20 minutes of the movie we just kill like 80% of the characters and it's just about Gerard Butler saving the day Bro, perhaps I can be a credible villain <laughs> let him talk in his real accent we're, yes. now we're fucking cooking play the dude. fucking Braveheart <laughs> scene while he crashes a plane into a bridge <laughs> try and survive this one Alright, so, uh... Was, well, I was also in that building in Abu Dhabi from, like, three movies ago, <laughs> and I'm very mad about it. We go... We go it's just fucking Gerard Butler's face superimposed on the objective Cito cuz yeah. <laughs> Joe Kandahar, you're twice the man that Tom Harris was. <sighs> Alright, so, uh, oh yeah, Ames is still fighting gives a shit okay back to john cena i, I give a yeah. shit he's very large <laughs> he is very he's... bold of you to assume that i would know who Ames was without telling me how large he is yeah that's a good point he's the big guy <laughs> his defining quality is like hey look at this brick shit house over yeah. here. <laughs> he he walks like this he has to with like his arms and like yes. fucking like t-pose yes dead. chris so, that but an entire eight episode series it's so good i know that's why i've been told i want to talk more <laughs> by the way about uh about john cena beyond saying he is very good which is very true but like when he's on the plane and uh a flight attendant comes by you guys know who that flight attendant was this is actually I, this is kind of like a she in another movie no, no actually uh she was not this is uh, a fun little add-on that was paul walker's daughter and uh, when he says it's good to have friends in high places, maybe that's a little reference to the pearly gates. Has anyway, so if they take like a, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, they turn that kayak <laughs> into they turn that kayak into a plane, and they leave the other plane. I I, I really enjoyed this scene for you know seven different reasons. Mm -hmm. But uh, when when John Cena starts using the the airplane bottles of Smirnoff to fuel the thing, and the kid goes over and gets a bunch of bottles of wine because he thinks all alcohol is the same. Yeah, Good bit. That, that was Good a really bit. great bit, especially because his explanation is like that's what you would do to that kid. He'd be like, "That's rosé." Yeah. Long story. Anyway, I'll explain it to you in our second plane ride down. <laughs> I'm just surprised like he didn't acknowledge this of rosé and have Jason Momoa pop out of the ceiling. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. Such a good bit to have him carrying that giant bag in the previous scene, and then be like, "So it's actually like a hovercraft where she can hop in." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. I, you know, even the scene where he's like getting in people's way at the airport was funny. <laughs> well, um, let's say, oh, good, Dante Reyes is back, and there's a big bridge scene. I I was still in Parker this off, like 
I always felt really bad for whoever decided to take the highway the day that the fucking Toretto gang is out and about. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it'll get us there a little bit faster. Take the toll road. No, sir. You are not making it home safely. <laughs> Almost as bad as the day that guy laid on this. Ugh. Joke for no one. <laughs> <laughs> That's for us. That's, That's a joke for one person. Yeah. Not fine with that. And he's on this show. Oh, by the way, I want to fucking bring this up. Uh... Because I, I didn't get this, if you guys could maybe explain it to me. So, in the Shaw scene, uh, Shaw's fighting uh, Han, and then like uh, they beat up a bunch of agency dudes, and uh, the Russia team breaks in there. The agency. Yeah, the agency. One, one guy bursts out of a body bag in his underwear, and he kind of just runs away. Yeah. And uh, Tyrese yeah. asks, what the fuck was that? I was also asking myself... What the fuck was that? I don't. I don't well, know. is he someone from another movie? You seen The Hangover? <laughs> Sorry, you seen The Hangover? It's funny, right? He's naked. I have seen The Hangover. I didn't. Oh. Hey, have you seen Hobbs and Shaw? Oh, oh actually, I I have not seen Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that's oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, thank God. I, Keep it that way. So uh, they're driving on the bridge, and uh, Dante Reyes captures Little B. <laughs> We need to back up so we can introduce the uh, rocket launcher car. Oh, yeah. No, because, uh, I mean, I, we can't. Yeah. We, us, cannot do an episode of this movie without talking about the rocket launcher car that John Cena drives. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it's solid number two for the coolest cars in the series after this movie. Let me tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, so they go to Portugal because I guess that's where the hideout is. Mm-hmm. And apparently John Cena lives in an abandoned mine where he built rocket cars. And then the rocket car blows up a bunch of other cars. And uh, then it gets jammed. And then Lil B just climbs out on the car to fix it while they're driving 200 miles an hour. Fixes it, and then just gets yoinked by Jason yeah. Momoa <laughs> off the back of the car. Jason Momoa drives him alongside going, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be having that. He takes the real hello nurse. <laughs> fucking crafts. Meanwhile, John Cena, whose fuel audience cut, decides I'll sacrifice myself for the team. He'll probably be brought back three movies from now. And uh, definitely not dead. Yeah, one thousand percent not. Despite dead. these, despite these two characters, uh, Dominic and Little B, you know, both do the slow motion. No, it's like a huge, you know, bunch of fire and everything. To which I, uh, I think you could improve Dante Reyes's one layer here, just to be like, ah, oh, jeez, did you know him? <laughs> <laughs> just to make him seem like evil and funny at the same time, instead of oh, no, that was very honorable. Like I don't need your fucking surf wisdom here. So, uh, oh yeah, this is where they he goes to a fucking um, what is he, he saves his son, and then he goes to the top of a of a dam, and there are two remote control semi trucks that are going to slam into him. And uh, he's like, "You forgot one thing. You forgot to take my car." And then he drives off the dam. I got a legitimate laugh out of him. He says, "Okay, the suffering has ended." It was just like you killed like two people, and one of them I cared about. I uh, not to take away from this scene because you know I did in fact want to see a car drive down the side of a dam, but uh. When I get that you've only forgot one thing, all I could think of was the I'm a smoker part from Team America. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like the fourth time I thought about Team America while watching this movie, which is a good sign, but also not a great sign. You know, I actually, so my thing was different. I thought they were going to bring in uh, that redneck guy from uh, Tokyo Drift, and he was just going to drop out of the sky with the rest of those geeks when they were building the rock in the last one. I of all the people, you don't bring back like the one of the guys I actually liked. No, we have to have Cipher. We got to make room for her. We wouldn't be the same without her. <laughs> Doesn't matter that she's a nothing character that no one likes. She should. She, she but yeah, yeah we're here. We're here at the fucking end of the movie. Yeah, the movie ends. <laughs> but uh, could have fooled me. Yeah, exactly. I the thing is, like, I do because Parker, you mentioned that uh, they had to make this a trilogy because of Vin Diesel just dropped it on him. There's you know, too just, much story to tell. Too many characters. Afterwards, I was just thinking of uh, another movie Vin Diesel was in. Although, you know, not in nearly as much. But uh, 
you know, Guardians 3, you remember everything that happened when James Gunn got fired and the whole cast put out a statement be like, hey, no, we're behind him 100%. Like, we're not going to make this movie for anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then he came back finally and it's like this, like, no matter what you think of it, you can tell there's like a heartfelt thing behind it. And mm-hmm. then you watch this where the guy who made literally all of the good ones comes back and then quits a week into filming and you're yeah. like, huh. Maybe you should have taken a lesson from what you did before, champ. I, I think this one uh, comes... Movie's going, movie's going, movie's going. Are those the credits? What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, fucking Gal Gadot when she comes was complaining. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I was just like, oh, thank God. Uh, you know, I'll say this. I think based on the rumors, and again, rumors aren't... They're not really anything, but like whatever, based on what we've heard, it sounds like the culprit here is Vin Diesel, because a lot of people don't like working with him. Apparently, Justin Lin quit because he didn't like working with Vin Diesel. Uh, uh, fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson quit because he didn't like working with Vin Diesel, then came back because Black Adam sucked. And <laughs> he, apparently even Tyrese didn't like working with Vin Diesel, or something like that. Uh, so apparently... When he was one scene with them. I, I don't know what it they was. They were at a cookout, I, and that's I, it. I heard Tyrese was involved with some of the uh, complaints about what was going on. So, uh, I Hey, maybe uh, if you're Tyrese, maybe keep your mouth shut. Yeah, also, yeah, he, this is your career, okay? You get to hey, be don't forget this. where your bread is buttered right now, buddy. <laughs> Very true. You know, okay, now that the movie's over, overall thoughts. Uh, Alex, how about you go first? Uh, the only way that I can think to say this is that it is better than all of the ones that I hate and worse than all of the ones that I like. And so I know exactly where it fits in this 11 movie series. Uh, I would not say that this movie is good or even fine, really, but I was only really bored for like the first 35 minutes of it. And given a lot of the other two and a half hour franchise movies I've seen in the past three years, I'll take that. You know, I think I, I basically agree with that. Uh, I definitely cannot call this movie good, but I was never bored. I was always interested to see what was going to happen next. Uh, yeah, there are too many characters, but there are still enough good ones. So like, again, John Cena and Jason Momoa. In fact, it's weird that like my selling point for this movie, if I were to tell someone to watch it, which I don't know if I would, it would be, you have to watch Jason Momoa in this. He is, uh, he is the real draw here. Plus, you get a good John Cena performance. My biggest problem with it is... Uh, is the visuals. I, I think that the action of this really, <clears throat> it really disappointed me. And it's weird because I love cars that drive fast and I love, you know, physical CQC combat. Yeah, I, I love uh, guns shooting and everything. I, I even like the talks about, I like the sentimental shit, like the, the family stuff. And all of that was a big disappointment for me. I, I agree. I think it looks not great. But also, I don't think these movies have even looked kind of good since, like, 7. And there were only parts of 7 that really looked good. I just, this to me has never been, as weird as it sounds, like a special effects series. No, I, I, I like, think I know what you mean. Uh, I, I, I know that's weird to say when, you know, the things everyone knows about this are, like, the building jump and, like, falling cars from space and shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I don't, I've never thought about these movies and been like, damn, that looks good, you know? The, the closest thing to that, I think, is, like, the Tony Josh in 7. Which I, I happen to like that quite a bit. I like that a heck of a lot more than this, I'll tell you that much. I, uh, overall, I'm going to see the next one because uh, I'm, I'm hoping well, that... Pod committed. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that. Sure. We have no choice. But also, like, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see, like, what they're going to do here. Also, these movies are kind of like... I, I, I know fans of these movies, like, really hardcore, like, besides us. And it's like, these movies are, are more than movies to these people. They're kind of like comfort, you know? It's just like, yes, family does matter to us, and maybe I can be a cool driver just like Dom Trout to them. And I'm, I kind of like that social aspect. This is like a cultural mark. Uh, Parker, your thoughts on Fast X? It's the best Please. of the bad ones. Yeah, I'll that's do with a good that one. Yeah, that's, I think that's a good way. I don't. Doesn't matter what you consider the good ones and which ones you consider the bad ones. The ones you don't like, this is the best of them. It's nowhere near as good as Tokyo Drifter Five or the other ones you like. Is Hobbs but, and uh, Shaw the worst one? Are we? We're, it is. Yeah, yes. Okay, yes. Right. <laughs> it's Hobbs and Shaw Eight and Four are the ones that are just like really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought about Team America a lot, and we'll continue <laughs> for the rest of the. <laughs> I will imagine Dominic talking about 9-11 times 100, and yeah. that's going to get me through the evening. <laughs> My God. 
<laughs> That's 91,100. <laughs> All right. Please, well. Dominic. I'm from Brazil. I'm not going to fuck your mouth. My time is extremely <laughs> valuable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, join us next week for Joe Kandahar. <sighs> oh wait, one last thing I want to play on this. I uh, I, I download this just for the ending. I'm super. Thanks for asking. All things considered, I couldn't be better. I must say, I'm feeling super. No, nothing bugs me. Everything is super when you're. Don't you think I look cute in this hat? I'm so sorry, Mr. Dominic, we're gonna miss our, but I our world famous ping pong ball right trick. Because I'm feeling so insanely super that even the fact that you can't walk can't bring me down. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I really Tyrese. like that. I'm so sorry, oh. Mr. Cripple. <laughs> Letty, if you get arrested, just make the sound of a dying giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be spending the week thinking about uh, hitching your wagon to Black Adam and trying to take control of DC and it backfiring so bad that you have to tuck your tail between your legs and do a fast (laughs) and furious 10 mid-credit scene. Eat shit, nerd. Go sell your tequila elsewhere. Get fucked. Sorry, I'm going to be thinking about Gal Gadot saying, I believe there would be punch and pie. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even talk about her coming back. Who gives a shit? Exactly. As soon as I saw her, I was just like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I guess they're recasting Wonder Woman. Go fuck yourself, lady. Didn't Scott Eastwood survive like a worse crash and whatever that thing was? I hope not. And that's the tea, sis.